0: to do something. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce these guys, and then we're going to um, have two of them preach tonight. So uh, Caleb, let me kick off with you. Uh, how old are you, bud? Thirty-five. Thirty-five. And did you grow up only knowing your dad as a pastor, or did he do something else?
1: Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the church. Yeah. When I My earliest memories... Of going to church is going to prayer meetings, sleeping underneath the front row. Right. Growing up in the church. So good. That was my dad my whole life, my parents. California. Yeah, he was my dad. It wasn't yeah. just Pastor Kevin, yeah. he was my dad. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So growing up, yeah. Before he planted or anything, it was just ministry, living the, every day. With, we were in church. We used to have prayer meetings all the time. Right. <laughs> Je- Jesse Mason. <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> so.
0: That's right. And you were a twin too, aren't you? I am a twin. Yeah. yeah. Right. And uh, always in California, that's where you've grown up. Yep,
1: Southern California, well, I'm about 45 minutes or to an hour east of LA, just in the suburbs outside. Okay, so, of LA. so
0: for us here, yeah, how close to Hollywood?
1: Oh, uh, an hour and a half with traffic, three hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, no one goes to Hollywood, it's, it's really trashy now. You know? <laughs> but he's gone to Hollywood ahead so right? It's gross now, yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, you married? How long?
1: Married for uh, 14 years. I have four kids. My oldest is 11. Did you hear that?
0: He's 35 years old. He has four kids.
1: Oldest is? 11, 9, 6, and 2. Wow. And I have three girls and one boy. My boy is six years old.
0: Wow. Here we go. What does your wife do as a living?
1: My wife, Jennifer, uh, works on campus with us. On our school, we have a, uh, on our uh, campus we have a church and a school. And my wife is the principal over the elementary school. And she's one of the administrators, and so we get to work together on campus. And uh, yeah, it's a privilege.
0: Okay, so tell us about the handover, how that happened.
1: Handover was awesome. Um, I feel like a call of God on my life. Twelve years old. I feel like I uh, I went to my first youth leaders getaway with all the, all the leaders. Of the youth leadership team went away, and I, for some reason, felt it upon my heart to pray for God. What am I going to do the rest of my life at <laughs> 12 years old? But I was like slain in the spirit. And God spoke to me, You're going to be a pastor one day. And wow. so, um, didn't happen the next day, <laughs> it happened a long time later. But just the call of God on my life as a young kid, wow. so I said yes to God um, at a young age. Um, and after I graduated high school, became an elder at 18. Mm. And um, and just been serving in the church uh, on eldership team for 15 plus years, and then just recently, last four years, five years, just kind of started. God started stirring my heart, my dad's heart, the eldership team of transition. My dad's. Um, you but your know, dad's not old. No, he's sixty. Yeah. You know, so it was. It's not a, a thing we moved into because of age. It was just a thing of like God doing it, and I'm really stoked they're, they're still there. My dad's on my eldership team, <laughs> and there we go. Uh, my dad, if you know my, my parents, Kevin and Cindy, in their own right, they're just phenomenal, gifted, prophetic, they apostolic are. people, right. and so it's, um, it, but man, my dad's always modeled just holding the ladder for others, wow. and making room for other giftings, and he's my biggest uh, cheerleader, and
0: so, um, but wow. it's been incredible, yeah. Mm. I'd like you to tell us something about your dad, first time I met Kevin Booth, I mean, he's trimmed down a bit now because he's riding his bicycle, but he was massive, like a bodybuilder type guy. He used to
1: lift weights a lot. All my friends
0: were scared to death of him, yeah. yeah, Massive <laughs> man. Not anymore, but he, but he had this condition. He produced kidney stones, didn't he? Yeah. How, how many in a, a year? My dad's one of the biggest kidney
1: stone producers in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> They're not kidding. He really is. No.
0: H- how many in a year?
1: Um... You know, I don't know. He doesn't, we don't talk about it every day. It's just like part of his life, but he's having at least one a month, sometimes two a month. So it's the pain, it travels from the kidney all the way down. So, all the way down, it's
0: cutting, scraping. It's like razor blades. So, I saw him on an airplane once about 15 years ago. He was standing next to you know, where you put your luggage above your head, and he was banging his head against, and then this massive man, I thought the plane was going to come down. Hitting his head with a pain, yeah. and yet he's ministered through that all these years. Yeah, Crazy. there must have been times where he couldn't preach travel. On a
1: travel would stir it up, make it worse, but he would still get on the plane. He was—he served on the uh, NCMI team for a long time. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, just the travel would stir it up, but he'd still go, and yeah. wow. he'd end up in nice. hospital in countries around the
0: world. So, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. And so he's on your team, and just a glimpse—you know—up we. Through the transition, our glimpse of your future. What do you see? Well, just working more with the NCMI
1: team, which is exciting. It's a, a something that, you know, I knew was coming, but just stepping into now, and so I'm excited for that. Um, our church has a, has a bright future, and, uh, you know, we're, we're, we just kind of now we're past the honeymoons phase a little bit uh, through the transition. And, um, you know, and now it's like, okay, God, what's next? Yeah. And so, um, you know, there's some things God's stirring on our hearts, but there's some big things God's doing. So we don't have the whole picture yet, yeah. but our church is growing. Our church is healthy. Our yeah. school is doing great and uh, believing for the bigger things in God. And so we, we, I really do love California mm. and love where I'm at and uh, believe that God's got some big things for us. Yeah. Mm.
0: Well, thanks for coming up, and yeah. we look forward to hearing from him. What a privilege. Seriously, okay. thank
1: you. You're, I, I thought South Africa was Joburg. Can you believe it? Because I've the only been to Joburg, it. and everybody keeps telling me that's the armpit of uh, South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so, These guys have all moved from Joburg. <laughs> I, if anybody from Joburg hears this. I love Joburg, too, but just this George is better. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay, uh Leo. And you, got, you got a mic. He's got right? a mic. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. So uh, Leo is of Italian origin. Tim. Sicilian. Sicilian. Close. So, still Close. Italian.
2: Still Italian, but.
0: Are Sicilians all short? Is yes. That how it works?
2: I'm tall over there.
0: <laughs> For those who can't see, his legs are going this, like <laughs> about a foot off the ground. Uh, how old are you, Elliot? Fifty-four. Fifty-four. And uh, how long have you been married?
2: Uh, Thirty years in December.
0: Wow. Okay, well, that's exactly the same as me. Thirty years and fifty-four. So, but you married Sri Yeah. And how did you meet her?
2: Well, she was in Melbourne, uh, and I was going to Melbourne, a friend friend of mine, to spend time with the Lord yeah. while I was, um, oh yeah, just seeking God about the call of God in my life. And so when I went to church, because a friend of mine that I was staying with. She was there, and we sort of, ooh, hi. Oh, there we
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> and so, your story I mean, how long had you been married when you planted? Uh,
2: we, no, I planted the church two years before we got married.
0: Before you? You, yep. got, you planted a single guy with your, with your brother? Yes, you my job? brother
2: came about yeah, a month after I left the church to
0: plant. You planted a church? My older as brother. A single man. 22 years old. <laughs> Wow, so those are good at maths, can tell how old the church is. they 22. And uh, that's incredible. How many kids have you got?
2: Five. So Leon's the firstborn. Four boys and a little girl. And three of them are married. And Leon's got a grandson, a year and a half. Oh, Leon, I've got a grandson. <laughs> Leon, so Leon's got a son, my grandson. Yeah. And my second son is have, uh, giving, with his wife giving birth in about three or four weeks yeah. for wow. a second grandson. Yeah. Wow.
0: So, just, just worry, How old were you when you planted? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Did you do anything? Be, did you like do some secular occupation while you were planting?
2: Not really. Uh, I was living at home with my Italian mum, yeah. so she took care of me. <laughs>
1: As
0: Italian moms do.
2: I would have done. I would have done things different. But back then, I got saved at nineteen, and I just devoured the Bible, read the Word. You know, going out, you know, telling everyone about Jesus. Just passionate for the Lord and then at 22 we started but I was still staying at home yeah. and I didn't keep, I I'd sort of kept a 20 hour a week job at certain times and, um, but I went full time even though I, was, I started the church, there was no one at home because I was even at home. Wow. Yeah.
0: And so uh, tell us a little bit about the church that you're leading now. You just bought a building.
2: Yeah, I was in the process of still buying it but yes.
0: Yeah. In South African rands, you shouldn't really convert like this. But in South African rands, it's one hundred and twenty <laughs> million Rams. Right. So I mean, we a shouldn't lot. convert like that. it's not right. healthy for us. But uh, tell us a bit about the church. There's a lot of young people, a lot of Italians, a lot of yeah.
2: Italians. We're very multicultural, I think. And um, yeah, we, we've um, just bought a building, so. Um, you know, We're excited about our new phase, because for 32 years that we've been going, we've always used leased buildings, rented buildings, or set up in function centres and what we call RSL clubs, and so we'd always set up, set down for many, many years. And then we had, maybe the last 10 years, leased buildings, but they're never ours. And so you know, there was a major opportunity to to get this building, but we're still in the process because we're leasing it for two years and then buying it. We've got one more year to go, so we're... Raising the money to to buy the building, yeah. So,
0: incredible. Uh, tell us about your TV thing that you do because that's also quite unique.
2: I think, yeah. Um, many years ago, a prophet that we didn't know from Malaysia it was like Leon was in uh, Christine's uh, student. she was actually full. Leon was absolutely. I mean, she was ready to. Give, I think she gave birth that night after the prophecy. But this guy just prophesied over all the pastors and he said, just prophesied radio and TV ministry. And so that exploded in my heart. I just said, because in my heart I felt we were going to do that eventually one day. So I I sort of said to the devil, ha-ha-ha, devil, I told you so. Because it was such a confirmation um, when he spoke that out. And I never met this guy ever in my life. And um, so we got on radio probably four or five years after that, I think. And we've been on radio for 22 years, four four or five different secular stations. So we play music, hip-hop, R&B, Christian stuff and then share the gospel. And um, we just let that go this year because we, we still do TV. We do a lot of YouTube, do a lot of social media, a lot of short films um, to bring the message across. To you know, just wow. yeah, So now, I mean, the internet, everything's changing. So we're try, trying to get the gospel out that way through the internet. Yeah. Wow.
0: Leo, well, yeah, so grateful you've come out and uh, are joining us today. Thanks for yeah. uh, Leo? Yes. Uh, tell us how old you are.
3: I am 28. 28, yes. And married for? Uh, five, just about to hit five years. Yeah. I head back home for a five year anniversary.
0: There we go. Yeah. These guy's married young, eh? <laughs> and uh,
3: how do you meet your wife? Uh, she is my high school sweetheart. Well, she's mine, I'm not hers. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just remember that. I, high school was a terrible season of my life. I love, I, I had a massive crush on this girl. She didn't like me. Uh, but then we kind of got back together to catch up a couple of years after. She went through um, some Bible college stuff and then we got back together, had a bit of a date and the rest is history. Yeah. She changed her mind. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord delivered her and uh, <laughs> now we have a baby as well, so it is, it's all good. Okay. Yes. That's a miracle of Harvest, yeah. so contending for Harvest. Exactly.
0: So um, you're a muser. And I'm assuming you're also involved in the whole media, TV thing. Right?
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: Tell us about that School of Supernatural that you yeah. guys do. What, how, how's God used that? Yeah,
3: to... sure. 100%. Um, okay, so we host what we call a School of Supernatural ministry, which I guess if you were to boil it down, I guess our pursuit is to see sons and daughters know who they are in Christ. Um, so the supernatural tag, it's just like, naturally supernatural living, you know? Um, So what we do is we're raising people up and, uh, you know, teaching them how to hear God's voice and, you know, work in, you know, signs, wonders and miracles to confirm the word for the purpose of seeing Jesus exalted. And so we're actually seeing incredible miracles, testimonies happening out in the streets um, to the point where, like, if you know Sydney, um, Sydney is a secular society, but also I'd say like a spiritually secular society. So there's also like an openness to spirituality. And so we've had the opportunity, for example, to go up and set up a tent in one of the spiritual festivals and offer prayer. So we have this is happening like once a month, and they're asking us to come back weekly. We just don't have the resources for it, people wise, at the moment. Uh, But once a month, we've got a tent out there, and we're offering prayer. People come, they're getting healed, they're getting dreams interpreted, prophetic ministry, like really accurate prophetic ministry. And then people being led to Jesus, which is the ultimate prize of the whole thing. Um, we just saw, we just saw uh, a testimony of someone getting saved last week as well. Mm-hmm. Just like radical, super radical salvations where they're, they're encountering Jesus. You're not having to convince them that they're encountering. And so it's beautiful. Wow, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, what
0: are you dreaming about?
3: What am I dreaming about? Well, I'm dreaming about seeing my son again in two weeks. (laughs) Um, No, but I'm. It's that's such an interesting question. Like, I'm so um, excited about the future, yet so like thrilled and content in what what I'm a part of for this season as well. So, like, things that like I'm really excited about for the future is continuing to pay a price for a harvest to come as well. So we're starting to dream in the eldership team, again, about like what does it look like to keep uh, stretching the tent pegs and reaching different parts of the city. So I'm really excited about that and, and paying wow. the price for that, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Wow.